of Dubai podcast with myself, Annie, and my beautiful host, Holly. I'm so excited. And this episode is actually sponsored by Priamada and You and I Bridal. And we will get to hear all about those brands throughout this episode. And um, with this episode, we wanted to discuss setting up a business in Dubai. So we're hoping that you can relate to this if you are setting up a business wherever you might be in the world. How have you been? Welcome back. I know it's so good to be back in the studio and to have to just be next to you. But it's weird. We haven't got a guest. I know. And I feel a bit unprepared because I always just ask the guest questions and actually we're asking each other questions this episode. I know we're both in the hot seat, which is super exciting. It is. So let's get started. And Holly, back in January, tell us what you launched. So, well, Annie, on the 5th of Jan- January this year, I launched You and I Bridal Boutique, which is based in Media City, Dubai. It's a private luxury bridal boutique where you can book out for you and your bridal party to try as many dresses as you want. I will be your bridal stylist. I bought nine international bridal designers to the Middle East. So we're breaking the region together. It's so exciting. I really tailor for the modern day bride and customizable gowns. And I just wanted to bring that bridal celebration, that boutique where you feel comfortable and you just want to go back again and again and again. And you feel like this is my dress and I'm ready to say yes. Honestly, I'm so proud of you. And I think looking at all of your socials and coming to your boutique, you have the most incredible dresses. I wish that you had done it when I was getting married, Holly. I'm sorry, girl. (laughs) But I must say, I have been watching you from afar that you have been a busy, busy bee this summer. Yes, I mean, it's been a long time in the making, um, but I am launching a uh, a new app in Dubai. Uh, it's going to be a marketplace where you can sell your pre-loved furniture, clothes, baby stuff, children's stuff, pets, luxury items. Um, Everything, and I guys. Like, yeah, I feel <laughs> like there needs to be a platform that's like your one-stop shop to buying and selling um, pre-loved items. So it's called Priamada which means pre-loved in Spanish. I won't say when it's launching because it changes all the time. <laughs> Don't have an app coming. It's around the corner, guys. Honestly, like I um, have been bursting for this. I'm so excited and I'm calling it now that Annie is going to be on Forbes list. I feel it oh. in my bones. Yeah. Wow. This is going to you know be... What? This is going to be major This in, in this region because I think everyone can relate to we all have those clear outs. We all, our body shapes changes, our fashion changes, but it's a true saying, someone's trash is another one's treasure. So oh, don't throw it that. out. Don't throw it out. You put it on Annie's app and I'll let you talk about everything. It's also a website as well, right? You're doing both platforms. Yeah, both platforms. By okay, the way, amazing. when I wrote my list of when I first started the business I actually that was one of my aims was to be in Forbes yes (laughs) my manifestations coming well it's partly come true because you just said it there we go I'm gonna manifest it for you (laughs) yeah I mean I'm I'm starting a tech company I don't have a tech background you're relying on a product you're relying on 
technology to work. So let's hope it does. And um, yeah, I'm excited to share everything um, with everyone soon. My socials have been very quiet because I just, you know, I don't want to put it out there until it's sorted and finalized. But yeah, we're going to hopefully start the testing phase at the beginning of September. Um, And yeah, I mean, I needed it. So I thought let's create it. But um, Holly, why did you set your business up? Like what was your kind of moment where it just you just thought let's do it I think and it's all about experiences like I had a lot of my friends get married and I went with them to boutiques in the region and I felt like there was no education you were just kind of shown to a rack of gowns and just which you've never ever tried on before. And it's so daunting. And it's like, here, go help yourself. And you don't know what you're looking at. And also, it's the one moment in your life where it is the time to celebrate. You're only going to have that one moment once, hopefully. (laughs) And for me, there was no celebration. There was no that kind of like experience, that education, that start to finish one stop place where you can go buy your dress have it altered everything even the accessories bridesmaids dresses you can have that complete look I just felt that that was really missing in the region and I know that the stores in the UK where we're from has that and has that kind of British luxury celebration boutique style but here was missing. So I saw a a massive gap in the market and I was like I just want to do it and I just want to spend time with brides and celebrate them and help them find their dream dress and I felt like I wanted a bit more of a purpose in my life and that was that that's why I was like I'm doing this <laughs> you honestly have the personality as well to to go with it I think you make women feel so comfortable and you're such a sociable person as well that maybe in your previous job you didn't get to you weren't client facing or people facing so it must be such a contrast now it is Annie it's so different and that's been a huge learning for me because I was a bridal stylist in the UK like oh my goodness when I was like 17 18 years old (laughs) like I was I was you know like a Saturday girl and that's where I and I still to this day I remember those brides so that was like a big thing for me like an emotion attachment I was like clearly that is something that they meant something to me so and I wanted that purpose and that's what I felt but I forgot how kind of client facing it is. And I'm just loving it. Like I love hearing everyone's love story. Everyone's always happy. It's like, it's just amazing journey. And to be a part of it, I just feel honored. It's incredible. Your um, boutique, especially, I love the decor. Like how did you come up with the ideas for all of that? To be honest with you, I had a design background so I was very particular of like what I wanted I wanted modern luxury comfort I wanted it to be a bit girly a bit bridal but I wanted to stand out um so that's where I've got like the fabric like walls so it's like soft textured I've got the pearl like concrete um finish against the like walls I haven't just gone for like flat paint and been like okay I just want to do it white or beige I really worked with an amazing interior designer and we built this sample board of like 
all the different elements. And if you look closely in my boutique, there's so many finishing touches, like all the rails are custom and they've got made in the UAE stamped on them. And it's those little finishes, which I'm like, I love that I went into detail of that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, even the lighting, the, the fact that you can move the mirror backwards and forwards so you can see the back of the dress. Um, it was just all, I wanted it to be practical, practical, sorry, and comfortable. And you walk in and you're literally like, wow. And that's, that's like the feeling I get. And I love seeing brides reactions. And I also love your personalized wall. If you have an appointment, you even do it for when I come round and see you. And yeah. you put our name on the wall. And I think that's so lovely to have that personalized touch. Because like you said, going to a lot of these studios or a lot of these boutiques and shops in the UAE, it it misses that personal touch. And it is such an important time. And I think being a bride myself, it's nerve wracking. It's so much pressure to find your dress and to try things. But you want everything to go perfectly. And also, of course, you've got the most beautiful gowns and um, some incredible designers. I am so proud of you. What has been your hardest struggle, I suppose, with setting up a business? I would say you have, it's all on you. And dealing with that pressure is like, when you're doing a startup, you are literally imagine a restaurant, you are cleaning the tables, you are cooking the food, you're serving the customers, you are writing the menus, you are buying the food products, you are doing everything. Like that is running a business. So you don't stop and you do get a little bit of burnout. And I'm eight months in now. And I'm not gonna lie, like I have learned and I'm like, okay, I've had to pivot being like what I thought would work really well hasn't worked as well. And that's okay. It's not a mistake. It's like, okay, I can do better. And I think sometimes I'm very hard on myself. And I've grown so much in a positive way where I'm like, do you know what? It's okay. Like, look at what I've done in just those eight months. Like, and you, you might see it as an issue or like, you know, it might be like tiny little things, but you're, your customers don't like, you know, I look at my, my biggest reward for me is seeing my Google reviews. Like it's insane. Five star. They've written essays, like really taking the time to be so like thankful. And they've really appreciated what service I have given my brides. And it's just so rewarding. So when I see that, it just fills my cup. But sometimes the hardest bit is when your cup goes low and it's only you who can fill it back up. It really is being like self-employed and keeping yourself going. Would, what would and you say, Annie? What would but, you say yours is? Um, well, before I answer that, I just wanted to say that I think with um, getting reviews, yeah. everyone is so quick to give a complaint and actually it's harder to get a good review than it is to get feedback or a complaint so even receiving one review well done like and you've received yeah. hundreds so yeah oh, it shows you. that what you're doing Holly is working and um, I think as well the hardest thing is loneliness you're going yeah. through it by yourself and it is really good obviously we're friends and um since you've started and then I've obviously started it's nice to be able to talk through things through together um, but there is that kind of imp imposter for me was a really big one. Like why 
I really wanted to set this up. I've obviously got no, well, not obviously, but I don't have any tech background. Um, and I've never done something like this before. And you think, am I good enough? Is it okay for me to do this? Mm. I don't know what I'm talking about, but let's do it and let's run with it. And then there are decisions you make. And I think it's, you know, you always have to kind of seek advice and ask other people and ask your friends and that's okay as well. Um, but I think the biggest challenge has been there are obviously areas that you love and there's areas that you don't enjoy and the areas you don't enjoy, you still have to work on them <laughs> and you still have to give everything your all. Um, I also have a full-time job. So for me, there is that kind of time management piece of at the end of my working day, I think there's still so much I've got to do with my business and there's still so much stuff that I need to kind of um, you know, put my attention into its weekends, it's saying no to people. I don't think you actually need to have a field in, like, say, for instance, like a tech company or a tech background to make your business successful. What was your first moment when you had your idea of Priamada and you're like, like a marketplace? Like, wh where did that come from? So I think it honestly has been like four or five years of me saying to my mum, I need to sell this, I need to do this. And she kept saying, well, why don't you just do something yourself then? And I was like, you know, <laughs> no, it's so big and out of my league. Um, and then it was, I think it was more last year. We, we've been speaking to some amazing people through the podcast. Obviously, we've met some entrepreneurs. And I think in Dubai, you surround yourself by these, I don't know, very successful people. And my husband just said to me, you know, you just just go for it. You're, you're only going to regret not doing it. And I started doing some research and um, some market research in terms of myself. Like, I I need this. What can I? What should I do? How how do I go about it? And then I just yeah, I just I just you know thought let's do it. And I've always wanted my own business in something, and I've always been passionate about this. Um, and I've also just love the thought that I had this idea and now I can actually see the app that I've built with this tech company and that's all of that's all my ideas and that's all my doing um and there's been little changes along the way that's taken it so long for it to become live is because I thought oh do you know what's really good is if Holly was selling something on the app and I like your style I would want to be able to follow you and see what else you're selling so there's these oh, different nice. tweets that I thought actually I don't want to launch it until I've done this um see you've you've also looked into the little details yeah. and I think that really makes you stand out do you know what I mean like obviously there's not really anything in this region as a marketplace of what you're doing anyway mm. but you're making it so much more convenient for people Let's hope so. That's my plan. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just wanted something that was hassle-free. You don't have to spend hours of admin time trying to buy and sell something. Like the amount of times people move in this region or need to get rid of furniture and, or you know, I'm buying, I want to buy a secondhand sofa. I want to buy a sofa soon. And I'd love to see what's out there. People have such amazing stuff, especially in Dubai, like, and they go and sell things for half price where you can really, I suppose, splash out on a new sofa or, um, but you're, you're also taking someone else's, um, 
yeah, someone else's belongings and it's not just being chucked away. So there's a sustainability piece as well that I like the fact that with high and fast fashion, I don't agree with how much, you know, is churned out and how much stuff people buy and then chuck away. So, yeah, swapping it between ourselves and um, buying it from each other, I just... I just believe in it all and um yeah I just can't wait. I'm excited to to show you and the listeners. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I've got so many things I want to sell already. I'm holding you to that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the yeah, amount yeah. of people that tell me I've got so much stuff to sell. I'm like, right, okay, well I'm putting your name on the list. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm so, so excited. And do you know what? It's a great way. You're gonna make money. You're going to make oh. money. There's my, everyone's got money sitting in their wardrobe. Exactly. I said this as well. Sitting in like, their kitchen. Like, get it out, guys. Like, come on. Get on the app. <laughs> also, clearing out your house and your wardrobe is so good for your mind. <laughs> Game changing. I feel yeah. so, like, my mind feels clear afterwards. Um, but let's talk about how we found setting up a business in Dubai. So there's loads of different things, obviously, you've got to think about, such as, like, insurance, trade license, and where to even begin. Um, but Absolutely. just tell us your experience or how you found it and what things do people need to consider should they be thinking about setting up a business here? From my side, I think trade license that's that was the one that and it was when do you do your trade license because every company needs a trade license here um so many different companies can help you with that there's so many different areas that you can obviously register for yeah um and i did it at the very beginning before i even needed to because i thought it will help me open up my bank account because your bank account needs that what about you what do you what kind of I that's a really good one actually Annie because I found that I set up my trade license too early and I've actually lost on a bit of money because I have to renew it like two months before it even needed to be started so I've kind of had a two month for window where it was just sitting there not doing anything so that that is really good advice I I didn't um I didn't really know about that I would say there's some fantastic companies out there which give good advice on where to set up your license. It's very important of like, because you don't want to be restricted down in the long run. So that was one thing. I bit the bullet and I paid a company to advise me and just help set up my license from that standpoint because I tried to do so much research, but it it was really hard to narrow down like okay what to set up a bridal boutique what do I need um so I would say seek advice for that 100% and there's some amazing companies which will happily tag and share in our socials um so you can see and check them out yourselves yeah agreed I set mine up too early as well I thought I had to do it at the very beginning but for me it only linked to my bank account and I needed my bank account I wanted my bank account set up but I probably didn't need it until you know later on um did you ever need any insurances with your company yes i did um insurance is a big thing i want i just recommend everyone having insurance even if it's like you have inventory stock in the uk there's a thing called public liability um something very similar to that you can have here and it just gives you that coverage on yourself basically of having insurance excellent um and from my side I think I have always kind of 
paid people to help me that know that know basically know know what yeah. they're talking about so I've always uh, spoken with a lawyer and um, I've had someone do my kind of terms and conditions um an accountant have you d- done that kind of route as well I I did I did I think it's very hard because sometimes you know being a startup you don't have huge unless you've got investors or things like that you really every penny counts and that's where it can get out of control like you know it's like oh my goodness like that's where I I remember saying to you once Annie I was like okay so if you start up a business in Dubai just triple your budget because there's always like those secret little costs that come into play I do think there's some things which you cannot go cheap on and advice is one of them the one thing I would say like in such a positive way there is so many people out there willing to give good advice even opening advice even reaching out to other entrepreneurs um, and other people even if they don't have like a setup startup company um you know, within the business region within Dubai, like you can still reach out to so many people and they will be willing to help you. And that's what I found so lovely. And it makes it so much easier to set up a business here. Absolutely. And we're always here. You can always drop us a message. Yeah. Um, we've gone through gone through it all. And you're really good with numbers, Holly. I feel like you always focus on the accounting side. I always just kind of close my eyes and hope it'll be all right. <laughs> oh, honestly, I don't exactly like you said, Annie, there's always stuff you don't enjoy. But the finance side of your business, I do believe for it to be successful and you have to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers and accountancy is really important. And it's actually like, it's the law out here. Like you have to, obviously with VAT, you have to file your books, your receipts, all of that juicy, good stuff. So you have to know what's going on. And I think I just a bit of a control freak in the way of like, I like to know what's going out that month and what I have coming in. Um, And it just helps me put my pillow at night and sleep that's just in my head um so definitely do your numbers um there's some amazing accountants out there if you do need some help um otherwise you know just even do like a few little courses just to know the basics the very very basics of like filing your receipts how to do it just so you have everything in one place yeah, and QuickBooks. Everyone seems to talk about QuickBooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They seem to be a really good app that you can use. Um, and compliance stuff, this is so important. In the UAE or in Dubai, you know, you have to have your visa, you have to have your private medical care um, to be compliant. And that doesn't change, you know, just because you're not working for an organization, you then need to cover that yourself. Or is looking to set up a business, you still would need a visa, if that makes sense. Of course, of course. Yeah. So we have some questions from our listeners that submitted through Ooh, social. I love these coming through. I got so excited. I was like, throw them at us. Okay, um, I'm going to start. So Annie, I'm going to fire this one to you. What one shall we go for? So how do you stay motivated, Annie? Oh, God, this is a really good one. A good question. Um, motivation. I think that I always do, I always do to-do lists. I always um, 
I, at the back of my head, I think if I'm not going to do it, it's not going to get done. So you have to, you have to do it, right? I make sure I have a very good structure to my day. Um, I always wake up at 4.30. I go to the gym. Wow. Uh, my no, my non-negotiables is exercise. I like to finish off um, on the cardio machine and answer questions. Um, I like to then, you know, go home and I can start my, uh, my full-time job. Um, and then spend some time in the evening, but I go to bed very early. Um, and there are days where you're not going to be motivated. And I think those days you take a step away and you go and do something different and you reset. Because if you don't do that, then you're just going to end up in a vicious circle. Um, and sometimes changing your environment is the best thing to do. Um, and I think as well, staying motivated is just think as well, like, why have I started this? Um, maybe get out, speak to some different people, um, and enjoy it. You know, you're, you've made the decision to do this, so you should be the motivation. I love that. That's such good advice, and I can relate to the part where you said, when you don't feel motivated, step away and get out, get out of that environment. Um, but that makes such a big difference. Even if it's just going for like a walk or just like going out with friends, it makes like that really helps me. Absolutely. I'm glad. Um, and how do you manage stress, Holly? That's one of our questions we received. Oh, my partner says this to me all the time. He's like, how do you eat an elephant? And I, he always says it to me and I'm like, bye, 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 bye. And it's just... For me, like when you have your own business and you have so many things on your to-do list, like you have that in front of you, but just do one at a time. Don't look at the whole picture. Just chip away at it and you'll be surprised of what you can get done because otherwise you can get yourself so overwhelmed when you're like, oh my God, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to be here. I need to be in this meeting. I need to be blah, 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 blah. And then you just get so scatty and all over the place and it's and that's not good. Um so I would say just taking a step back, having a breather, just chipping away at your to-do list, taking it bite by bite. Um, I would say as well, like talking, I have a very amazing, including you, Annie, I have an amazing partner. Surround yourself with positive people and talk about what's going on. Like if if you are stressed, when you talk about it, it's, it's so much of a good release. Um, and then also exercise as well that's a big one for me um just like you Annie um I'm back on Privily now um <laughs> and I do my classes and it just makes a world of difference like it's incredible excellent I like that I think stress comes from everyone you know we all get it it's normal we do we do and it's okay and it's it's okay enough to even talk about it like you know say I'm having a really bad day <laughs> And I'm stressed about X, Y, and Z. And if you surround yourself with the right people, positive people, they'll give you the right answer. Um, okay, we had someone ask, I want to set up a business, but I don't know what to do. Oh, now, I feel quite strongly about this one because I'm helping you here. Listen, <laughs> so <laughs> I think if you don't know what to do, don't do it. Wait and see wait and have a think about what there is that you can do 
So you might be um, in a corporate job at the moment. How can you, I suppose, do you enjoy that? Can you walk away and set up something by yourself? Is there something, for example, I wanted somewhere I could sell my clothes? Is, you know, is there something that you can resonate with that's missing in the market? Um, I think just you need to be passionate about what you want to do um, and don't just set up a business for the sake of it. But also, you know, I suppose it's passion. It's um, looking at the at the market. What, what do we need? Helping people. What can we give back? Um, sustainability is such a big thing. What can you do down that route? Um, and just be happy. Like, why do you want, want to set up a business? Is it because you want to work for, for yourself or is it because you don't like the company you're working for? Um, so I think that's kind of my advice but I think it's once you do know what you want that that spark happens and um and then you know it all snowballs and hopefully you become very successful um and kind of ride that journey and what you would become you say, on Forbes Holly? list with Annie <laughs> <laughs> what would you say Holly to that question that's a quite a hard one to answer I always say I'm a planner like if, if you make a plan you don't plan to fail put a plan in place, like go over everything to be like, what is, what do you want to achieve? What's your mission? And like, what's your company mission statement? Like, where do you want to work? You know, do you want it to be remotely? Do you want to have an office? Do you want to have a shop? You know, what purpose do you want? Like put a whole plan in place. And there is, it's never ending. It's, it's the, the plan is always evolving, but when you have it black and white in front of you, you start to see see holes in your plan, which is not a bad thing because you're setting yourself, if you make a plan, you don't set yourself up to fail. So it really opens the door and it answers a lot of questions. And if you're getting excited about the plan, that's where you have the passion. If you're not excited about that plan, don't do it because you're not going to be excited when your baby is out and launched and you've just got to work on it till three o'clock in the morning um, because you're just going to end up resenting it. And that is that that's not going to be healthy and you're not going to give it the love and attention it needs to be successful and grow. Oh, that was a good answer. Smash that one, hold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, uh, we also have, we got asked three top tips, Annie. Yeah, I think if you're not in a business, if you if you want to set up a business and you don't and you've got your business plan you don't know what to do do it you know you'll only regret not doing it that's my first tip uh second tip i would say is imposter's real you we're all there um you're amazing carry on doing what you've got and talk to other Hell people yeah surround yourself by the people that are going through things similar to yourself um and number 3 enjoy enjoy it you know i think um, we're so hard on ourselves and we like to critique ourselves so much but just look at what you've achieved and um, I think if you're having a bad day tomorrow's a new day um, and you've got this they're, they're, they're kind of my three top tips what would you say yours are holes I love that um, I would say when I was one of the th- first things I'd done when I sat up or when I was starting you and I bridal is I wrote my company mission statement and I stick to it. And it's kind of asking those questions of how do I communicate this visually, verbally, 
you know, from a brand identity perspective, from the designers I carry, from the service I deliver, from me and myself, how does that resonate and how does that come alive? I would say that's a big, big one. Every company should have a mission statement. Even if you're just working solo and you want to go into consultancy or you want to start up a social media agency, what is your mission statement? What do you want to achieve and what do you want to say in a sentence about yourself? And and about your why isn't it it's why are you doing this exactly exactly um I would say that one I would say as well like surround yourself with positive people you are the company you keep um Dubai's filled with so many amazing people but you know wherever you go you can get a bit of toxic people they don't mean to be but we are sponges. We suck in energy. We vibe off people. And if you've got a bad vibe, that just brings you down. So just be mindful of just it's quality, not quantity. I would say that. Um, and as I said, my third one, have a plan. Have have that plan. Like don't know your numbers. <laughs> know your numbers. Know your numbers. Um, have that plan in place. And you will be surprised what comes to life. Like you and I bridal took two years in the making um, because the plan just constantly evolved and just constantly changed. And, you know, customers were changing. The, the economy was changing. It always does. So you have to be able to pivot and work with that and be flexible. Um, and I would say put, put a thorough plan in place and then that baby will come to life. You're smashing it, Holly. I'm so proud of you. Well <laughs> Thank done. You, you too. You too. We've Let's come a long see. way. So we've we've gone from having full time jobs, launching a podcast, um, which is thriving and doing amazing, to have our own businesses, and it's amazing to be on this journey with you. Yeah, I like it, and I like the fact we can share it with our listeners. I hope that they found it useful um but one thing we'll ask all our guests I love this part is um Holly what advice would you give your younger self don't be hard on yourself like just do it I always look back and I think about um what I was worrying about uh, and what you know all the little things in life don't sweat the small stuff um I remember I'd done a training course and a woman told me about if you had a glass vase, you had to fill up and you had small rocks and you had large rocks. What ones would you put in the vase first to fill that vase correctly? So they all fit in the vase. The big rocks? Yeah, because then, correct, Danny, because then (laughs) all the small ones will fall into place. When you put them in. Oh, amazing. That's a good one. I like that. What would yours be? Um, I think enjoy the ride. You can't control everything. Um, You can't plan for everything. I look back on, I'm turning 30 this year. So I look back um, and think, you know, where I was 10 years ago. And I was working um, as an office manager in, you know, and doing some finance work. Uh, living in the UK, um, I made the decision to move to Dubai and I've been here nine years. Um, I'm working in HR and I'm setting up a business. I'm married, I've got a dog and I would <laughs> never have ever even, that wasn't in my life plan, you know. Um, and I think 
just enjoy the ride um surround yourself with good people um and i think also very similar to what you said in terms of kind of having that i think you need to have those goals as well that you want to work towards and what you want to achieve um but yeah just i think life's too short just enjoy what you have absolutely at least you tried that's what i always say yeah that's a good at one. least i went I for it <laughs> Oh, I can't believe that. Season two, episode one, setting up a business in Dubai. We hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, listeners. Um, If you are wanting to see our next guest and keep up to date with us, it is the underscore pod DXB. Um, my business, you and I bridal and Annie's business Priyamada are also tagged in the bio of our Instagram accounts. Please feel free to message us anytime. Um, if you have an amazing story you want to hear about, or if you want to be a guest on our podcast, or if you have any questions about setting a business up in Dubai, we would love to help you and to hear your thoughts and have a fantastic day. Excellent. And you can also find us on YouTube, the People of Dubai podcast. So you can Sorry, watch this I missed that um, out. as well as visually hear us. <laughs> Still a Thank bit rusty you. from the first episode. Oh, <laughs> well, nice to catch up with you, Hulls. And um, to the listeners, stay tuned. Stay tuned.